listening to the Dot and Tyler Radio Empire. There it is. That's what I imagined the, the Pope singing. <laughs> this is alarm clock. <laughs> oh, man. Dr. Mina's due to call and yell at us. Oh, I think Puss is fluffing yeah. Dr. Mina as we speak. Quick note here. Oh, hang on. I got to get oh, something ready. Go ahead. Put it, you put it on. She's ready. Morning. Good morning. Hey, Doc. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Uh, yeah. Do we uh, need to get that sound effect ready? Oh, I'm getting ready to go, yeah. I, I hate, no. Uh, you know what? Okay. <laughs> Let's just, we're going to start. You want to start that now? We'll start No, that no, 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 right. no, 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 So first of all, us doctors, we're really getting used to a large number of the population clearly not caring about us or healthcare workers. I care about you. But now we're getting used to a large number of the population being like Mike and not listening to us unless we're saying what we, we want, they want us to hear. what I say, what I say. You said, I, I, you said, this, Dr. Mina says this is going to last forever, and that vaccines don't work. And, and did I say and that? I, oh, I didn't mean that. Didn't yes, mean you that. did. I, and I, I never said that, but that's no, okay. No. That's okay because I got the hate after the last call from both sides. <laughs> I got the hate from the people who said you're not happy enough about the vaccines, and I got the hate from the people who said, "Oh, you clearly have a liberal bias, and you're trying to hide all the bad things no, that happen and no, how it will work." Well, then you know you're doing something right if both sides hate you. <laughs> I just want to or do everything wrong. That's all I want to do. You know, I, you know. No, we come to you for so, facts. We come to you for facts, no matter how they how, how you know, disconcerting yeah, they are. Yeah, and then I need to go and like talk to my psychiatrist about like you know my life choices. No, no, no. So um, let's oh, yeah, let's, let's talk about this. Yeah, real quick. Everybody should do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My poor psychiatrist doesn't have time, and clearly he's not getting paid enough. Um, so. What I said last time, and I want to reiterate this, this again. Was the, this, was the, this was the Pfizer vaccine for last time. This was the Pfizer vaccine, and we have the Moderna vaccine that just recently got announced their interim analysis as well, which is, you know, is, is great. So uh, just to address that, this is um, also an mRNA vaccine. It targets the spike protein. That is exactly what the Pfizer vaccine did. Right. Um, so now we know that these vaccines work, and we know that the spike protein is a good target for SARS-CoV-2. It looks to have pretty comparable efficacy to Pfizer, but again, this is just a press release of interim analysis. I still... <laughs> Doc, I, I do have a serious uh, question. I want to ask you, my wife, going, my, my wife actually asked this question, and I thought about the same thing, too. If the other one is uh, so far 95, and the other one's uh, so far, the other one's 90, uh, can they... Does a 95 guy, Moderna, uh, give the chemical compound how they made it to other places so they can make it, too? That, Tell there is really no difference between 90 and 95. It, I mean, it's it. probably going to be about the same. Right, right. Um, and again, folks, I have no data from Pfizer still. Right. We have zero data. We just have these press releases. I cannot tell you. Uh, is that common? Keep doing this. This is going to be a really long, <laughs> long phone call. Okay. We're still okay with that. Is that a common, okay with that. Yeah, common problem I'm, that I'm you fine. don't get the data? Yeah, well, no. Okay. I... It, I am, it makes it very hard for us because there are all these people running around going, 90%, 90%. And, and then uh, there's all these other people saying, where is any of this data? Where is the safety data? And all of us in the middle who want to advocate for vaccines are stuck because we really don't have anything to back up any claims. And we know it's not going to ultimately be 90%, right? It's not going to be 30%, which is what we were worried about. It's not going to be 50%. It'll probably, I don't know, 80, what? 85%. That would be great. But What's the flu vaccine? Um, the flu vaccine is 60 to 70, isn't it? It depends. It's okay. year to year. Got it. It is year to year. Um, 
So, so I am cautiously optimistic, but I need people to have realistic explanations, all right, uh, you know, expectations, because remember, there were even doctors back in May who said, oh, this isn't so bad, we're doing fine, and yeah, we're not, you know, no, you need to be cautiously optimistic, you need to be realistic about it. There is not going to be any magic vaccine day where everyone gets vaccinated and we all go back to the way we were. It's going to be, take time for this to roll itself out. We are still going to have to use non-medical interventions until that time, wearing masks, socially distancing, avoiding crowds, until we can get this pandemic under control and until we can get this vaccine rolled out appropriately. So exactly. the vaccine is just another tool. Um, and, and we need to be watching the data. Okay, We need the data and not just the actual data from this interim analysis, but the final data on the vaccine. We need also, though, think about this, data on how to roll this vaccine out to reach people and data on people taking the vaccine, because our biggest obstacle now is not the vaccine, but vaccination. Um, you know, the government invested $10 billion in this, you know, this Operation Warp Speed and $0 in vaccine hesitancy. And we cannot assume that one fine day everyone's going to wake up and just magically accept vaccines, especially from big pharma and especially in something they don't understand. No, so because they believe going... in lies anyway. Right? Yeah, because they've done their best to plant the seed of doubt in everyone. Well, Trump has Trump, has, Trump, has, Trump smart, no, that guy. smart people are nervous. Even smart people are scared. How about um, you, Doc? Doc, because I saw you would be you'll be the, the first group allowed them uh, doctors front row. So would you? Once the I would, but I have talked to full professors, division chiefs, who have said no, they will wait, because they want then longer how, safety. Then data. why? Then why would teachers get it if doctors won't do it before teachers? You know, nobody. No, there's. You cannot force anyone to get it. Under I understand that, but doesn't somebody have to start taking it? So we. Yeah, and there will be some some doctors who will, and some doctors who will say no. Just like there will be some teachers who will, and some teachers who will say no. The biggest issue will be that to achieve herd immunity, we will need to convince. 60%, I think, of the population, at right. least, to take the vaccine. And we have no campaign to do this. And we're lousy at doing this. We are lousy at combating this misinformation. We are lousy at outreaching to people, especially think about the people who are mostly on the front lines. They also tend to be people who are African-American or Hispanic, and they say they feel like they are being rolled out as guinea pigs. Well, you know, is, you is, never is, cared is, about us before. You haven't cared about us during COVID, but right. now you want us to go and be the first people to get this vaccine. And I understand that. I can appreciate that fear and that lack of trust. Um, I, I well, the list can includes only what? assure it's, them. It's, it's doctors and, and nurses, then teachers. It'll then, be frontline front, workers. Front line be before doctors. Oh, so all hospital workers. That means anybody in the yes. hospital. Okay, got it. it. And then, anybody, then uh, teachers and then... Uh, Assisted living, I think that's a priority. I, and then, and then, and then the elderly homes as well. Although, although remember, so so um, remember that we don't have a lot of great data on really really old people. They were excluded from the announce uh, from their studies. So uh, I think eighty or eighty five years or older um, were excluded. Well, we know from the administration doesn't so, care about them. So you know maybe the new yeah, well, the new administration <laughs> might because Biden's eighty five, I believe. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I mean, so thank you. But the, so in the midst of all the hate, there were actually some really good questions that right. came up, right. and I wanted to address. Them. Don't so hate on Dr. Mina, by the way. She's a smart lady, oh, knows, no, and she knows more than you. Hot and <laughs> kettle. All right. First, let me get to um, this. Uh, before I yeah, forget. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hot <laughs> so Here's a question. Right. I've got a question Go from ahead. an emailer, and I want to get it in before I forget about it. Because it's sure. a legit question. Easy answer, I'm sure. Uh, I picked mm. up a friend from the airport yesterday, and he tested positive for COVID this morning. I believe I need okay. to get tested. How long should I yes. wait to get tested? Do I wait a couple of days or go right now? 
So, so no, wait a couple of days um, because that exposure just happened, I think, from the letter yesterday or whatever that day, you know, was that they had that exposure. What we consider to be high risk is if you were in close contact, so less than six feet, which would probably be a car ride, assuming they didn't wear masks, not sure, um, and in over 15 minutes. I would wait about five days. I would get the test. Please quarantine in the meantime. Right. Oh, also, How I about, does that, yeah, guy says- back, does that guy have to go back and say what flight he was on? The guy just landed. They are not required. Oh, that's they right. They are not required. Because of the Trump administration. That? That's right. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. worried about and this, this too. Why... He took his dog to the vet, wore a mask the whole time, but should I warn that crew? If they, if this person ends up testing positive or has any symptoms, they need to, to please be part of a contact tracing. Okay. And that means, yes, like going backwards and sort of since that exposure, who did I have you know contact with? Um, and this is really even more important right now because – there's so many people who are testing positive across the country. I, yep. I, it's overwhelming. And so odds are if you are in a room with over 10 to 15 people and you don't know who they are and they don't have their masks on, somebody is going to be positive and you have now been exposed. And so that's just where we are. Um, so tell our, tell our governor we, that, our, gov- our governor's an idiot. Oh, you know. yes, I know. Well, I, yeah. God, seriously, has a hard-boiled egg for a brain, too. So... Um, <laughs> One of the questions was, do we need to keep wearing a mask if we get the vaccine? And actually, we have no input on transmission. So, for example, it's possible vaccines prevent infection, but you could still carry the virus in your nasal passages and transmit it through the air. In that case, we would need to wear a mask for longer. So I can hear the hate from all these people. The mask doesn't bother me. I mean, I will will wear the mask. I'm I'm more worried about getting sick than the mask. Most people should be, but... We got idiots. Yes. Well, and so there, that that's a great segue to the next question was, is there going to be a test about whether I have been one of the 90, 95, whatever percent of people who respond to the vaccine? And this gets to a question you had, Mike, which is, if I get vaccinated, am I safe? Right. And I hope so. I really think so. But so far, we have no input from the industry regarding that they've developed a test of efficacy. So how do we tell that somebody is in that 80 to 90 percent of people who respond to vaccine? We don't, I don't have any data. I don't have any data about that specifically one thing about this what is if, uh, we get to use the word efficacy a lot yeah i see that yeah. in print a lot i have trouble with that one yeah. so especially in the, in the morning all right so I'll you guys it say works it. good it works good i think i have used that in a lecture one time i'm like it worked good <laughs> <laughs> um what about people who've already been exposed to covid We're over 11 million people now we don't have any idea we truly don't um, and, and this brings in one horrible uh, thing that I've heard, which is that young people are like, well, I'll just, I won't get the vaccine. I don't want to inject something in me, but I'll just get uh, COVID because I'm young uh, and I won't get sick and I'll have better immunity. Oh, we no. also have uh, stupid legislators in this state that think that's, yes. uh, that, uh, they got the gift yes. yeah. and, and now yes. he's cured. That old white dude yeah. said that. Jesus. Oh, God. I saw that and yeah. I just wanted to. Oh, I just wanted to. He represents eight cows in the middle of Nebraska, but he's got to say. By the way, that's uh, national news, making Nebraska look good on the national front once again. As usual. That douchebag, right? And here's the truth is that actually I think the immunity from the vaccine is better than the immunity from getting COVID. In fact, what it it actually looks like we may not have to get a vaccine every year. Um, Oh, that was was the original thing. Yeah, That was the original thing. But if this data pairs out, it may be you have to just get a booster every couple of years. Happy! Positive Dr. Mina. All right. Don't you be positive. (laughs) Don't be positive around here. Well, plus can't be. You I, can. I That's, don't uh... have any data. I don't have any actual data. I've just talked to or listened to experts talking about this. 
And again, I want to temper this down because if I actually could read some actual data, I'd be in a better position to talk about this. Okay, now, okay, um, explain to me this then, Doctor. Because here, obviously, uh, they're still on. They're still on track. From what I can tell in the news, you tell me they still want to have this stuff out by December. Somebody's going to be getting shots in December. So when do you expect to get data? Because that's only a week and a half away. December, two weeks. Yeah, I I would love to have gotten it last week. I mean, right. how long has it been since Pfizer released this press release? That's true. Come on, that's folks, true. you yeah. must have some data that the interim board looked at. Release this data. I I'm very frustrated that we don't have that yet. I really am. Right. What one thing we know from the Moderna vaccine from this interim analysis is that in the patients who got COVID and got the vaccine, they were less sick. The Severe COVID happened in the unvaccinated people. That's key. So that's key. That's that key. Is so we don't, really great. So maybe we don't die. We just get sick like the flu. Yes. Well, you, you and maybe the, the healthcare. Maybe the hospitals don't get overrun right. with people who are really, really sick. This would right. be oh, that would be incredible. What about pregnant women, young children, and old, old people? So again, we don't have any data, but we do know that certain groups of people were excluded from these vaccine trials. So young children, we're going to have no data on. I think the age cutoff was 80 or 85 years old. Anyone older than that, we won't have data on. And and this is a big problem: women who were pregnant, or women who were planning, or might become pregnant, were excluded as well. And this is a huge problem because the majority of public health work in this country is on the backs of women. And so we have put a big push to these industry to get that data as quickly as possible and get it out because folks like myself want to know what this does and what this might do, especially if somebody's thinking about getting having children in the next couple of years. Like, what, is, what does this mean for us? And then finally, the safety. We don't have is that long-term you? Is that safety. you or you don't have kids? I'm done having kids. Okay. Oh, my God. All no, right. we're, I'm, we're doing man-to-man do- defense in our house. We're no, do- no zone defense. None. I, we're done. This yeah, is well, we'll uh, get another one. You should get fixed, then. <laughs> should, shouldn't the mister get fixed? I am fixed. After Lily nearly killed oh, so me he when I gave No, he doesn't have to get fixed. I got it. Right. Nah, nah. Right. He, yeah, he doesn't have to get fixed. Right. Um, so but safety data, the interim analysis from these data safety monitoring boards, um, they're supposed to report out at two months. That will be in a couple of weeks. So we'll have some initial safety data, but I want to assure people of two things. I know there's a huge distrust of big pharma, and that is understandable. I mean, big pharma has never tried to help anyone as far as I can tell. Look at insulin, for right. example. But these folks have no incentive to to hide problems. These vaccine trials are in tens of thousands of people, and they want to roll it out to tens of millions. That Any problem is not going to be hit if they try to roll this out. So they have no incentive to try to hide any of these problems. Um, Moderna's uh, data safety monitoring board is through the NIH. Pfizer, um, yeah, the knee. Um, Pfizer made its own data safety monitoring board. But we so but overall what we do know is that we have a signal that these might vaccines might be a little bit more what we call reactogenic which means when you get a shot sometimes you get a sore arm or yeah. you might feel tired the or normal stuff like like flu yeah. shots the normal yeah. stuff yeah. right you get exactly. flu shot wham arm sore who cares yeah you might have a little more of that with I these know. and that's Okay, that's it. That's all the, the, the information I have. But these are good problems to have, people, right? right? These are good problems to have. Yeah, the really hard problems are making sure people can get the vaccine. We're going to need to be able to get these to remote areas, to the doctors and healthcare workers who don't, aren't near your universities. Doctors and healthcare workers are overworked and exhausted. We need vaccine registries. We need people to distribute them. We're going to be leaning on our non-medical folks like vets, dentists, students, um, and we need to have confidence in this vaccine. And here's the biggest problem. There's been a 72% decline in confidence in the COVID vaccine since May. Oh, yeah. 
there. We have an anti-mask group that, here. They're a bunch of idiots. Yes, right. So we know that. That's all over the country. People who are willing to wear masks. They're concerned oh, that it's been approved too quickly. Um, ah. We use words like fast-tracked. People, uh, you know, they're... The anti-vaccine community is much faster and much more reactive than the people who are trying to promote them. There have been large social media campaigns against this COVID vaccine. And even the phrase COVID vaccine implies you're giving someone COVID, and that's not what Um, we're doing. You're an idiot. (laughs) <laughs> but you know so it, but it's real it is yeah. real i know i know i know very high level people who say i'll just wait i i have no problem you know socially distancing and wearing a mask a little longer and i'm just going to wait that doesn't help us right now no and it doesn't so we this is going to be the big problem and a vaccine is only as effective as it gets out to people and gets used i don't know why i don't know why i listen give it to me i mean i'm not a frontline worker but uh, I know. we talked. We talked about we, this in the, in the household because my since my wife is, is a TA, basically a teacher, and she gets she will get the shot before the rest of the family does. And I'm thinking, well, it'd be nice. If we all get it, but somebody get it. So maybe so, so, you, so you'll be remember, so you'll again, be safe. It's a, and then, it's a ramp. It's a ramp up issue right, as well. Right. So despite the fact that they're making you know millions of doses of these, millions of doses is not going to cover everybody. There are huge logistical issues of how to get this out from state to state and implement this from state to state. Right. Um, and, and there's no federal leadership. So basically the states have been told, figure this out on your own. All right, Lib Tard, I want you to say, I want you to talk about this too, because uh, uh, the Trump won't let anything happen. And uh, I saw Biden speak yesterday, and this is just about helping America. I don't care what side you're on. And uh, we could be pushing back this whole process at least a month and a half. Because Trump's campaign, Trump's, yeah. uh, they won't let Biden get Biden. in there with this virus yeah. and figure stuff out. Right. And by How the horrible way, is that the for same, this man? Right. This, this, this is the same thing they did four years ago. So I have spoke to people who were in the Obama administration who they got explicit orders from President Obama at that time, at the time of the changeover to the new administration, get everything ready, be prepared to meet with them, be prepared to transfer everything over to them. Right. They reported they waited weeks. No one showed up. No one initiated a meeting. And then they started getting messages like, will you meet us at a restaurant, but don't tell anyone that you're meeting with us because the the Trump administration specifically wanted to do things their own way and didn't want to help or work with anyone else. And now we're seeing this in reverse. And the one silver lining, I think, is that the Biden administration has been in the White House before, and he has surrounded himself with people who know how this works and know what they need to do. A lot of of sons and cousins are on that. No, they're not. Yeah, not sons and cousins. Experts. (laughs) Experts. Experts in the field, people with experience, and and so they don't need to be told by the Trump administration what they need to do. They need access. Access. Yes, that's the key. There's, need, no, yeah. there's no access, yeah. and and they he's going to be he's going to be a baby until January twentieth, and we're not going to get I, access. It, it, and meanwhile, all right. And meanwhile, we are seeing a surge in cases we've never seen before. And I want to read two tweets that have come out in the past couple of days that made me sit down and just cry. The first is from a physician in Nebraska who said, no humor today, just the plea. We're tired. We're stretched. Today, I'm reviewing, quote, crisis standards of care protocols for COVID-19. This is polite speak for people who don't get care. Since Governor Ricketts refuses mandates, you can help. Use takeout. Don't dine in. Don't gather. Please wear a mask, please. They're the not second listening. one was from a yeah, the second one is from a medical student. A medical student. These are people we're supposed to be training to take care of us. Um, and she was in Georgia, and she said she was sent out a tweet saying, "Having a difficult time putting into words the feeling I had when I left the hospital after doing chest compressions on a coding young person who lost their fight with COVID to see a normal packed Friday night at bars and restaurants." Yep. We're 
exhausted. So I want you to hold on to a number for a second, 130,000. I want you to hold on to that number, 130,000. We're not going to have a vaccine available. Is there a quiz later for this? Okay. No, but just hold on to that number for a second. Think about how big that number is. Yes, a lot. We're not going to have a vaccine rolled out to every single person in the country until, hey, let's say spring, right? Like, optimistically? Yeah. If everyone wore a mask now, we could prevent 130,000 deaths. (laughs) This is why herd immunity doesn't work. Okay. Of course, we know it doesn't work. Those are 130,000 people. You could save 130,000 people's families who would not lose a loved one. 130,000 people from just wearing a mask. Please, folks, we're running into the holidays. I am going to beg and beg and beg that folks do not get together for the holidays because guess what? Social distancing doesn't work at meals. We have not perfected the art of eating with a mask on. No, no. we can't. By definition, if you are inside and eating or drinking, you do not have a mask on. It is easy to worry about loved ones being alone or isolated during the holidays, but the wrong thing is to put their lives in danger. All right. The way to avoid getting sick and to decrease the spread is really simple. In fact, it is so simplistic, it's hard to believe, but it has worked over and over again during this pandemic, and that is wearing masks, avoiding unnecessary indoor places especially with groups greater than 10, 15, and especially people outside of your, your bubble or hand washing. And I, in just Nebraska alone, I've gotten so many calls from people who are worried that they've been exposed, have been exposed. What do I do? Like, do I need to quarantine? Do I need to get tested? Our governor is in quarantine telling people not to wear masks. I'm not saying, I, I'm not, not saying I should say that. He's not saying don't wear masks. He's saying I'm not going to put a, a mandate because you guys should well, pay and, attention. Well, and, and even Governor uh, the, the Reynolds in Iowa she's, put in a mask mandate effective. And she's an today. idiot. I know. And she came through. But, but, oh, no, no, it only applies after a certain time. Restaurants oh, can still go I, ahead and I, do it. After 10 that. p.m., <laughs> they're not allowed to have indoor dining with no uh, masks on. In the same time, she said, no, you have to limit elective medical procedures. Elective medical procedures, by the way, people are... Uh, resections of cancers. They are cardiac catheterizations for people who may have a heart attack. They are transplantations of organs for people who've been waiting that's good for to, That's good to mention, Doc, because I think a lot of people, including myself back in the uh, for six, eight months ago, I just assumed that was like uh, no more nose jobs, uh, that kind of thing. No. no it's actually yeah. stuff that affects health, right? No, I got a guy yeah. waiting on a hip. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. is waiting on a hip, right. and he can't get in until probably no. late January because they're overrun. Right. Well, and right now our hospital is on divert, which means that outside hospitals who want to transfer or need to transfer a patient here because we provide services that no other hospital does are not allowed to transfer their patients over to us right now because we are having a surge in inpatient COVID cases. So I'm sorry, person who's bleeding out at an outside hospital, but I can't bring you over here and you may die because we just cannot bring these people over. It's this. This is what happens. This is why the death rate is far, far higher than what we think it is. I want to end with some non-COVID things very quickly. Um, just happy, so happy Diwali, by the way. Or is there happy oh, Diwali? thank you. I saw some thank photos you of, of you and your cute daughter there with a the, with the dot in your head. There, it's pretty cute there. And the outfit you, wear, you guys wear. She, it was. It was a very. You know, yeah. we were in our house alone. <laughs> this but is she was very non, Non-Diwali guy wishing yeah. happy Diwali. What is the? Uh, <laughs> what substance do you use to put the dot on your head? Uh, it's just a. It's just a very fancy sticker. It's a very, very pretty oh, okay. sticker. Uh, uh, it's got a sticky back on the back, and you the just push it on your head. And... <laughs> I'm sorry? 
It's a washable marker. But by the way, this might, Crayola. Be, this might be the last year you can say Happy Diwali, though. They're taking that away, too. It's gone. Yeah. Oh, they're taking that away, too. No, the, us heathens celebrate no matter what. You can't take away our heathen Good holidays. Point, yeah. We find a way to, to, to celebrate. Yeah, he's just uh, so, destroying Christianity. Oh, they're, that's right. They're just yeah, going to burn right. the Christian Catholic, churches. Yeah, the they're going to make you say it's, Happy Diwali now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Yeah. We're all going to become heathens now. Yeah. Right. It's all going to go to hell. So what is Viagra cream, and can I get you some? Um, so, yeah, no, the answer to the second <laughs> question is that Four I push. cannot get right. any Viagra no. cream. <laughs> okay, I read about a rub that contains nitroglycerin, and I don't know if it has Yeah, this. do not rub nitroglycerin on your penis, please. Okay? <laughs> Damn it. Oh, really? Please Damn do it. not do Too that. Late. Too late. Too late. Now you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> there is a difference between that and uh, Viagra, um, and you should not take the two together. You should wait, I think, at least 48 hours between being exposed to one before you've exposed yourself to the other. Um, nitroglycerin is really a short, it's for heart attacks. It should be. <laughs> That's what I thought. Penis. I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not on your penis. I've always wondered um, this because, uh, you know, I got a little bit of the high blood pressure. On your and penis. I think originally Viagra was a high blood pressure medication, yeah. and then they discovered that, oh, it helps uh, with erectile dysfunction as well. So could you get treated with Viagra for high blood pressure? <laughs> um, the, <laughs> it's, it's formulated differently now, so the Viagra itself won't. But the whole idea, this idea of this phosphodiesterase 5 or PDE5, is something that we give for people primarily with pulmonary hypertension. They may inhale it, um, so it won't necessarily have the same effect. Because um, my dad was taking be. a high blood pressure medication, and uh, he fell asleep at the wheel one time, and I, I don't want Ooh. that. No no, 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 you don't want that. And I don't know which one that is. Most of our high blood pressure medications will not uh, correct your erectile dysfunction. Um, Damn it. Good, good information to know. Um, but currently there's not a gel or topical drug approved from the United States FDA for ED that I am aware of. Um, secondly, absolutely, under no circumstances should the stuttering tough love that you guys give uh, Craig, give Craig right. be replicated for anyone who stutters um, per <laughs> any medical organization <laughs> that I am aware it worked, of. worked for Craig, man. But <laughs> that much being said, that much being said, Craig's a bastard. He absolutely deserves and it. And a stammering <laughs> idiot, by the way, used to be. Not anymore. Not anymore. Um, and I think those were the She didn't old, disagree yeah, with no. either one of no. those. <laughs> no. no so you I don't like our all... uh, spit it out campaign? <laughs> I, I, I fine for Craig. I think, actually, I do not approve of the spit it out. Well, only under certain, certain circumstances. The okay. spit it yeah, out. None yeah. of us really uh, yeah. approve of the spit, spit it, it out, out campaign. No. Yeah, I was going to say, o- overall, probably, you know. But for Craig, very good idea. Very, all very right, good yeah. idea. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. By the way, the Nebraska lawmaker who said uh, he got his wish because he got the COVID uh, represents, uh, well, he's out of North Platte. Right. Mike Graney, G R O E N E. Yeah, he's a dumbass. Yeah. yeah. And, he, uh, I'm groaning, worried about all I the people groaning. he got sick. Not the picture of the health. People that he either. got sick. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And I'm sure he'll be pro masks and pro vaccines, yeah, of course. Sure oh, right? yeah, as most oh. of Western Nebraska is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love you guys. Love you, Doc. Stay safe. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Quick break. Ran a little late with the Doc. We love her. Come back. You're listening to the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire. Hey, it's Todd and Tyler. And thank you for listening to the podcast. Please take a second to tell us how much you like the podcast. And don't forget to comment. Thanks again. On to the next podcast episode.